This is the Beers and Fears Podcast. Don't you play the movies? Movies don't create cycles. What is going on, Horror Nation? I am your host, Tucker Miller. I'm Rowdy. And this is the Beers and Fears Podcast. How are you guys doing today? I hope you're doing fantastic because we're doing just peachy. Oh, yeah. So before we get into today's uh, movie, we are going to talk drinks. Today's drink is the Moscow Mule. So, Moscow Mules, typically served in those copper fucking mugs. Uh, Don't have to, it's just kind of more of the aesthetic. Really simple, it's vodka and ginger beer, and like a splash of lime juice. Uh, It's like mainly ginger beer, with like a shot of vodka, and like like I said, a splash of uh, lime juice, typically, full glass of ice, you know, super simple, easy, not really something I like to drink, because I don't care for ginger, but they're alright. Yeah, ginger beer is not my favorite, but that is the drink that we've highlighted today. Yes, now, it, Rowdy, like, it's about, I'm trying to think of like parts, because... This. Nobody ever has the actual parts for a Moscow yeah. Mule. They just make them. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure what it is is it's one ounce vodka in in a Moscow Mule mug that is uh, filled with ice. And so it's um, one ounce of vodka and then topped with ginger beer garnished with a, and uh, two dashes of lime juice garnished with a lime wedge, I believe. Four ounces ginger beer. One and a half ounce vodka. God, I was so close. Six ounce of lime juice. So yeah, basically a splash. Did you say six ounces? A six. Oh, ounce. I was like, holy shit. No. Yeah. That's Sprite. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, the mug itself, that's more for the aesthetic. Um, back, back in them good old days, they, they actually thought that, um making it in the copper mugs because now when you get copper mugs they're lined with steel and so you're not actually drinking it out of a copper mug but um they believe the reason they started that was the lime juice um reacting with the copper and it actually making a bit of an electrical current so that the drink had some zap yeah um I don't know how true that is, but that's yeah. what that's what everyone speculates. And obviously, just like with any other drink, there are variations. Mm-hmm. Most of those are just replacing the vodka with different uh, with different liquors. Yeah. So, like, I mean, you have the Aussie Mule, which is uh, rum, mm-hmm. and then uh, and some uh, simple syrup. And then you have, like, the Mexican Mule, which is tequila. Mm-hmm. The Kentucky Mule, which is bourbon. bourbon. Yeah. Uh, the French Mule, which is cognac. 
you know, that's the English mule is gin. So, I mean, there's several very variations on the Moscow mule, but um, they all have ginger beer, so I'm not a fan. Yeah. So, what are you actually drinking today, Rowdy? Oh, a nasty-ass chilada. Gross. Bud Light Chilada. Made with Clamato. Yep. That's fucking nasty. It's not for everybody. Who drinks beer with tomatoes with clams? The clam I could deal without. I do like tomato beer, though. Yeah, I bet. I do like tomato beer. I don't. Which is why I'm drinking a white Russian. Made with Kahlua and Tito's handmade vodka. Uh, Tito's is pretty fucking good. I finally got to try it. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of vodka because I don't like drinking, you know, liquid fire um, with no flavor. Um, But it is a really good neutral spirit. It doesn't taste... It like have chemically, vodka yeah, it. it's no. it's just very clean. Yeah, it's just clean. Tastes like alcohol. Uh, yeah, I think honestly, even though it's more of a cheaper vodka, like relatively. Yeah, but it doesn't taste uh, cheap. It's I honestly prefer Tito's over almost any other vodka. Mm-hmm. So, and can't go wrong with Kahlua. Yeah, and I mean. Clearly, we're not the only ones who thought so because these bad boys have a unanimous double gold medal winner of the World Spirits competition. So, oh yeah, and these the uh, these bad boys are made in Texas, I believe. Yeah, they're made in Austin. Yep. Uh, yeah, Tito's actually a lot of people. Enjoyed Tito's, so. But I think we've done enough talking alcohol, talking mm-hmm. drinks. Let's get to the movie. Yeah, because today's going to be a fun one. Oh, I love probably one of my favorite movies Yeah. overall. Yeah, definitely. It's um, it's definitely on my like top five. Oh, yeah, and it's one we've been waiting to do yeah. for a long time. Today's movie... Is Cabin in the Woods. Yes, sir. And um, one of the reasons I really love this movie is because of its ridiculous amount of rewatchability. Because there's always just something new to see every single time. Yes. And uh, yeah, I I really enjoy it. Uh, Spoiler alert! Because I'm sure there's still. I was literally about to say the same thing. Seen this fucking movie. Um, And how? If you haven't, you're fucking missing out. I'm just gonna go ahead and say, if you have not seen this uh, movie, do not listen to this episode. Go watch the movie, then come back, because as soon as we get uh, not very far at all, the spoilers are just gonna start layering. This movie does ass loads of like switchbacks and mm-hmm. and plot twists and turnarounds and yeah and so do not listen to this episode until you have seen this movie unless 
you don't care. But if you don't care, then you should go fuck yourself because this movie's worth caring. Yes. Um, okay, so right off the bat, it's these two, you know, black tie. Middle-aged men. Middle-aged, like, office workers. Mm-hmm talking and walking through these corridors and they're talking about what's going on what's about to happen you don't really get any real big specifics as to what's going on yeah they keep their conversation very vague because uh, because it's one of those types of conversations where they already know what they're talking about so they're not explaining so they're not they're 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 not like just dumping exposition on you. Yeah, and they they're trying to keep you in the dark, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this chick comes up in a lab coat and is bitching, not really mm-hmm. bitching too bad, but uh, and uh, one of the guys kind of fucks off and like, oh yeah, who who fucked up last year or in like nineteen ninety six or whatever, and it's like. Oh wait, I think it was the chem department. Yeah, which is like, the oh wait, department now, she now was it's coming on. to, now it's coming to me, now it's coming to me as they're pulling away in a fucking golf cart. Yeah, and yeah, so they go to like this big ass fucking control room, and then it cuts to the main characters, mm-hmm. which is a group of six, five. Yeah, group okay. of five. Yeah, that's right. Group of five college kids about to go on vacation. One of the my favorite, funniest parts of the movie happens right there. Because they're all, like, packing and getting ready. And there's, like, the super, like, preppy chick is mm-hmm. talking to, her, like, her best friend. And her best friend's taking, like, fucking books over, like, yeah. Soviet Russia and shit. And she's holding them, and her boyfriend comes in. He's like... Where'd you get these? Who taught you about these? Who gave you these? She's like, I learned it from you. And they both and like, she fuck like off. runs off. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Other funny part happens in that same scene. Yeah. The stoner comes rolling up in his Volvo station wagon mm-hmm. with a fucking coffee cup bong. Yeah, like a, um, what's that brand? Um... Like a Yeti cup? No, like a like a Copco. Yeah, yeah like a Copco uh, coffee mug. But it's full, like the it's bottom like, is extended and the handle is switched to a mouthpiece and it turns into a giant bong. Yeah. Yeah. And so all the, you know, the other four are like, what the fuck, Marty? And uh, it's like, st- statistically speaking cops will not pull over a man with a giant bong in his car yeah he goes they fear this man because he sees farther than they do yeah (laughs) (laughs) fucking you know stupid high rambling yeah and uh kurt which is like the big jock Mm -hmm. played by chris hemsworth he uh it's like dude you're not taking that on the camper on my dad's camper, you can't take that into my dad's camper. And he's like, what, a giant bong? He's like, what giant bong? And he 
proceeds to collapse this coffee cup and put make it look exactly like a coffee cup. And uh, it, it's like, oh, what giant bong? It must be like magic. And they all start laughing, and then they start driving. Stop for gas. Creepy-ass fucking guy they call the Harbinger. Like, sign says closed. Yeah. Like, this is barter gas. I don't think it knows money. Yeah, this dude is super disgusting, too. He's covered in filth, and he's got tobacco spittle running down his cheek. And, uh, yeah, he's the epitome of a backwoods nasty motherfucker. But, um, he's, he's a rude asshole to them the whole time. And then they're like, uh, do you know where this house is? Blah, 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 down Tillerman Road. And he's like, yeah, that's the Buckner place. He's like, yeah, like, cousin bought a, cousin bought a house up there he's like yeah the old buckner place and uh he proceeds to call uh jules which is like the preppy chick yeah calls her a whore and kurt who's the boyfriend the jock like gets in between them and is about to fucking fight him and just like pulls money out and flicks it at him and the marty's fucking ass was like it's like so i hear uh the railroad's coming through soon or any day now. He's like, that'll be good for business. He's like, streets paved, paved with, with actual, actual street. street. <laughs> Fucker. Yeah. And then, yeah, they go to the cabin and proceed to play fucking Truth or Dare. Yeah. And um, it kind of plays off like a typical horror movie Yo, from yeah. then on there. Yo, yeah. Jules makes out with the fucking wolf's head. Yeah. Uh, like, and then it cuts back to like the two guys. Mm-hmm. And they're fucking around, and it's at that point where you notice, oh shit! Like the two separate entities are connected. Yeah, they're intertwined. Yes. And uh, these two men sitting at this enormous control board are watching these five innocent teenagers from inside the cabin. Yes. Manipulating things like the cellar door Mm -hmm. popping open. Yeah. So they all go down and start fucking with all the shit down there. Which... Which there's a lot of creepy old shit down there. And each one has a specific reason for it. Yeah. If, that you kind of realize at the end of the movie. hmm But they find this diary, read the diary. Next thing you know, you have fucking zombies. Yeah. Coming to kill everybody. And um, at that point, I think we're going to go ahead and take a break. Yeah. And we're back. So, I want to warn you now, once again... This is where the spoilers get stupid fucking heavy. If you want somewhat of an element of surprise to this movie, stop listening now. Go watch the movie. I'm sure you can find it. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Uh, Go watch it 
and then come back. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix currently. Yeah. Um, which, I don't know why we don't just fucking hop on Netflix. I don't know, there, man, because I have a physical <laughs> copy. We just watched it there. Uh, but yeah, so we left with the Buckner zombies rising. Rising. Mm-hmm. And this is when the kills start. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jules and Kurt, boyfriend and girlfriend, fuck off into the woods. To to, to fuck. fuck off. <laughs> the one and only time you get to see boobies in this movie. Boobies. Pretty nice boobies. And it's... Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead and finish. Uh, I was just saying, they're pretty uh, nice boobies. It's funny because they they give a reason that she shows her boobs. And they're like, we're putting on a show for someone else. And they're like, for who? And they're like, the ones downstairs. Yeah. And that's when you realize there's a much larger thing going on right here. Yeah, than just much bigger picture than what you're seeing. And this fucking control center controls crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Like fucking fog. The light. The light. Yeah, the lighting. And all this shit. The temperature. And this is outside. Everything. This is outside. outside. Which, again, later on in the movie, might not be outside. Yeah. But we'll get to that. Yeah, so they're about to fuck, and that's when first kill happens. There are literally, like... He's taking his pants off. Yeah. Or, you know, lowering his pants so he can get it in. And Jules fucking stretches his arms out and gets a fucking, uh, like, half of a garden shear. Yeah, Judah Buckner shoves it into her hand. Yeah. Ooh, Mama Sita. And immediately she starts screaming. And uh, then like the real little, party starts. Yeah, there's like a little like fight scene almost. Yeah. Fucking one of the Buckners yeah. has a fucking uh, bear trap. It's a half a bear trap. Yeah, just half of a bear trap on a fucking log chain. Yeah. And fucking throws it and knocks fucking Kurt sideways with it. Yeah. And then you see them, uh, like, two others with, a like, a two-man saw. Yeah. And you don't really see it happen, but Jules gets her fucking head cut off yeah you see her get her throat slit really gets her head cut off yeah you just see a pretty uh pretty misty blood spray yeah but uh yeah first death is jewels head cut clean right off the dumb blonde Mm -hmm. uh so marty the stoner Mm -hmm. he's back in the house decides to go catch some fresh air with a joint. Of course. And he walks outside and he looks up and he's like, huh, thought there'd be stars. Because yeah. they are in the middle of the fucking country. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing around. And you can see in the background, another zombie. It, well, and it's funny because this is kind of when he starts formulating that something's wrong. Because he, he's like, wow, I thought there'd be stars. And then it kind of hits him and he's like... We we are truly abandoned. Yeah, we're puppets. <laughs> yeah, like 
the stoner's the only one who's like realizes. And so, like in the background, you see this fucking zombie chick, kind of coming towards him. Mm-hmm. Gets literally right behind him where he, the view that you get of him is blocking her. Yeah, and it's the one jump scare in this entire movie that actually will ever get me, and, and it, it will get you every, every fucking time. Yeah, it'll get you every, every time. single time you watch this fucking movie. I've seen this movie probably fifteen, sixteen times. Every single time. The jump scare gets me, and yeah, and it just makes me mad. I'm like, yo, motherfucker. I fucking knew it. (laughs) Um, It's Chris Hemworth's character, um, Kurt. Yes. He jumps out, and he's like, fucking run, zombies. Yeah, and they run past their girl and, like, fucking punch her or some shit, like, knock her down. He's like, oh, fucking dead chick. (laughs) Yeah. And they run into the cabin and, like, get everybody together. Mm -hmm. The guys fuck with shit because they're like, no, we got to stick as a group. Got to stick as a group. Yeah. He's like, no, fuck that. And the, like, the control board. Yeah. They fucking, no, change that. Yeah, they, so, they pump pheromones in there to change yeah, his whatever. mind. And he's like, no, that's a bad idea. We should split up. Yeah. So naturally, fucking typical horror movie, they split up. And then proceed to get locked in their own rooms. Yeah. Which is fucking stupid. Uh and that's when kind of a bunch of shit happens all mm-hmm. at once. Yeah. Main thing we're going to get to is Marty getting, like, ripped out of his uh, out window. Out of his window, yeah. After he, like, smashed a lamp, like, knocked a lamp over and it broke. And he sees that there's a fucking camera. Yeah. And he starts following the cord and he's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. Like, fucking then, puppeteers. Well, then he's like, I'm on a reality oh, yeah. TV show. <laughs> yeah. Like, My parents are going to think I'm such a fucking burnout. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he gets ripped out of his window. By Judah Buckner. And stabbed in the back. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts away. Yeah. So, naturally. And he gets dragged into a grave. Yeah. So you're like, oh, lights out. <laughs> yep. So, I have kill number two as Marty question mark question mark spoiler for our own episode <laughs> yeah i don't give uh, a fuck <laughs> yep so well if you remember at this point it should only be people listening that have seen this movie or don't give a fuck that is true <laughs> so yeah kill number two is marty loki asterisk on that <laughs> marty's not dead uh yeah. kill three i have this listed as a kill it would be uh, Dana killing one of the zombies. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Papa Buckner. I can't remember his name. Whichever one has the fucking bear trap. Yeah, stabs the, the piss out of him. Stabs him with a crowbar in the eye. Yeah. He wakes up, and then she proceeds to stab him with the fucking half garden shear. Yeah. Like a fucking dozen times in the chest. Yeah. And he doesn't get up after that. At that point. Yeah. Again. Another one that shows up later. Yeah. But in uh, his defense, he's a zombie. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, at that point in the movie. Yeah, he's done though. Yeah. So, at this point, Marty is gone. Jules is dead. As fuck. That leaves three. Mm-hmm. That leaves Dana, Kurt, and Holden. Mm-hmm. 
they all go to the fucking Rambler camper van and start leaving. They get to the tunnel they had to go through, and it cuts to back to the control room where they're freaking out because the tunnel was supposed to be exploded. Yeah, but there was no cave-in. Yeah. And they get, like, halfway through the tunnel. Yeah. And they fucking get it to start to cave-in. Yeah, they they short... They, they hot-wire it to cave-in, yeah. yeah. And they literally reverse through this cave. All the way back out. All the way back out with head out of the fucking window. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, no, that's how you that's how you uh, get a pretty good haircut. Yeah. On rock. And so they get back and somebody's like they're trying to figure out how to get from one end or to the other because it like it horseshoes around. Yeah. And uh Yeah, cuz there's like a ravine. Yeah. Um that the tunnel crosses. And, and uh yeah, and it's a deep deep ravine. Like like 500, 600 feet. At least. Yeah. Which, the Holden mm-hmm. makes a comment about, oh, unless you can jump over it. Yeah. Or we can't jump over it. There's a dirt bike on the back of the camper. Yeah. So Kurt gets the idea. Oh, I've jumped farther than this. Let's jump it. Yeah. Earlier in the movie, you see this bird try flying across the ravine. Yeah. And it hits this fucking force, force field. field. Yeah. So you instantly know what's about to happen. And it's beautiful. It's oh the my best. God. It's literally best the best. Oh my God. Best kill. I went and watched this in the movie theater and I've never heard so many people in a quote unquote horror movie showing burst into like LMAO laughing. Like, everyone's crying because they're laughing so hard. Because everyone saw it coming, but they didn't know it was going to be as glorious as it was. I, I gotta admit, probably the best fucking horror movie kill in almost every every horror movie oh, I yeah. have ever seen. Oh, yeah, for sure. Kurt fucking ramps this dirt bike. Oh, and he's totally going to make it. Oh, yeah. He is, he is he, fucking hauling ass yeah, to he, make it. He's got probably... 15 feet of lift compared to the oh, other yeah. side and he's already halfway across you're like oh shit he's gonna make it who mama and then he hits the barrier and proceeds to fucking ragdoll all the way all down the way down and they watch him go until he goes into the abyss the, and the ravine's deep enough you don't see him hit the ground no he just keeps falling until the the flames from the motorcycle stop glowing yeah and what's amazing about it is when he hits you can see that the bike tipped down and he leaned up and so so he he perfectly pancakes himself (laughs) onto the force field and then, and then, like Jacob's ladders is way say, down feet. Is that uh, like the sticky guys? Yeah, that you throw at the wall and they just kind of slowly. Yeah, they like. Yeah, they like flip exactly flop down. What exactly did. what he does. And of course, when something hits the force field, it like glows, and so it's just like. Yeah. So naturally, fucking Dana and Holden. 
who should have fucked by this point. They quickly piece the fuck out. Yeah, they get back in the camper and fucking start heading back to the cabin. They're trying to formulate a fucking plan. Mm-hmm. And they basically got the plan set. Yeah. Like, figure it out. And then fucking Holding gets, like, this fucking machete. Yeah, I or, think... I think it was I a think scythe. it was a scythe, yeah. A scythe through, like, the headrest, through the back of his neck, and out his fucking trachea. Yeah, mid-sentence. Yeah. And uh, that one was pretty dope. It was... Um, it, it was awesome. Yeah, good kill. Proceeds to wreck the camper into the lake. Yeah. Dana somehow escapes, gets to the yeah, dock. Yeah, she escapes She escapes through the uh, skylight. Yeah, gets to the dock where the zombie who she killed earlier shows back up. Mm-hmm. Cuts back to the control, control room. center. Yeah. And they're all starting to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And videos playing in the background of her getting her ass beat. And it's at this point, if you haven't seen the movie before, you're like, cool movie, I guess. But yeah. shitty fucking way to end it. Yeah, because you, this is totally, it totally False feels like ending. end credits because what you see of her getting her ass kicked on the bridge goes like staticky gray, like a, like a monitor. And then, and then really fucking loud um, soundtrack starts playing. And you're like, holy shit, they're like rolling tequila, credits. Tequila, my uh, lady. But yeah, you think they're about to roll yeah, credits. The control center starts partying, and you're like, oh, so that's fucking... Yep. It. But this is just the beginning. <laughs> yes. So, like, this party's happening. You still see her getting her ass beat mm-hmm. in the background. And this is where the exposition of what's going on actually gets laid out. And uh, more clearly, yeah, because there's a new hire at the control room, a new security guard. Yeah. And uh, they um, the woman who was complaining in the beginning explains to him what's going on because he's like, why are you guys celebrating? She's not dead. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's the virgin. She, yeah, that's an optional kill. Yeah. And then they start explaining about how it's a ritual sacrifice to the. The elder gods down the below. Ones. Yeah, the ancient ones. and um, Which are the gods before humans. Yeah, they have to make a sacrifice of a... Um, a, a jock, a whore, a, a fool, fool, a virgin, and a... Um, and a scholar. Uh, yeah, scholar. Yeah. And so that's when they kind of lay that out and... He's like, why are you celebrating? And they're like, well, the virgin is an optional death as long as she's last. Yeah. Her only objective is to suffer. Yeah. As long as she suffers, she doesn't have to die. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, okay, that's gay. And you realize that everyone, um, all the people at the control room and stuff have been betting on the way they're going to die and shit. Yeah, and which you know at the beginning. And it's funny because they're like, uh, you know, they start paying out and they're like, the winner of the pool is maintenance. Mm-hmm. And this one chick in a fucking lab coat's like, yeah, but I had zombies too. And the, the <laughs> old guy, he's like, yeah, you had zombies. This is a zombie redneck torture family. Yeah. 
He's like, see, totally different species. species. That's like, like elephants, elephants and elephants elephant seals. seals. <laughs> <laughs> but, I was like, at that moment, I was like, fuck his logic. <laughs> but yeah, so that happens. They're all partying. He goes and talks to uh, like demolitions yeah, or whatever. And uh, they're like, no, like something like we never got the there, call. There was a power the... reroute from upstairs. It's like, what do you mean upstairs? Yeah. It's like, we don't know. It's came from upstairs and then the ancient ones call i was gonna say and then they get a call <laughs> on a big red phone yep and the other guy from the control room that you see constantly he's like he's like turn the fucking music off yeah and slowly walks to the phone it's like yeah no she's the last one alive and turns around and it goes which one Mm-hmm. and then it cuts back to her like escaping to the house or no it cuts back to her marty fucking <laughs> with his big ass fucking bong cracks yeah. he he catches he catches the the half bear trap on the chain with his bong on the backswing yeah he catches the chain and then pulls the dude to the ground and like cracks him over the head He's like, freaking run. She's like, freaking run. She gets up, grabs a board from the dock, cracks him again into yeah. the water. They book it to the grave that Marty was pulled into. She's like, we're going in there. It's like, mm-hmm. just where else are we going to go? Yeah. So they go in there, and it show, he's like, it shows this little room, mm-hmm. and there's like an electrical panel that's pulled down. It's like... Yeah, but look at this. And he fucking hot wires something and it opens up like the trap door at the top of the elevator. Yeah. It's like it's an elevator. It goes down. Mm-hmm. Like, well let's go down. But where else are we gonna go? And they get into the elevator and start going. Mm-hmm. And it stops. And there's two glass panels on both sides on like two sides of the uh, elevator. And they're just sitting there, like, looking, like, what the fuck? And then a werewolf fucking, like, jumps out of the pitch black. Yeah, if you want, I can just go down the list. I was going to say, and this is where shit gets fucking intense as fuck. Yeah, because um, they realize that they're containing what they call nightmares. And uh, these are all movie trope villains and monsters and uh, this is where you kind of start putting together that this movie, this movie isn't making fun of horror movies. This movie is justifying horror movies and giving them a deeper meaning. Yes. And so, yes, we see a werewolf. We see a wraith. We see uh, Cenobites from like the uh, uh, Hellraiser. Hellraiser series. A knockoff Cenobite. He's got, like, no, saw blades all Cenobite, over his face. The Cenobite, like, uh, species, actually, like, that's one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. It, it's oh, really? It's not Pinhead by oh, no okay. means. But, yes, like, yeah. uh, that's actually a, like, he, he's race one of, of Cenobites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, a monster ballerina, which is, like, a all little teeth. girl ballerina. Yeah, but her face is just a huge mouth, like a... Um, uh, like a leech mouth. Mm. It's just like a circular mouth of just rows of teeth. Yep. 
And then um, we got a bunch of giant animals. Uh, giant spider, giant snake, giant toad, giant centipede, giant bat. And then we have um, knock off of the shining twins. Yes. We have a unicorn. We have a merman. We have zombies. We have uh, an ant or tree people. Yes, demons. Demons. Uh, Purge-esque murder family. Uh, insectoids. Scarecrows. And the Kraken. That, those are the ones that... Are uh, easily identifiable. Yeah, there's like a murder robot thing and some other stuff. Yep. But like, most of it's either too far away for you to pick up with or your eyes what it enough. is. Or it's not clear enough to go, oh, that's what that is. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so no like tires or... Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no tires with telepathic abilities. But... The first few, they get, like, up close and personal. Mm-hmm. Like, they get yeah. a good view of them. I'm talking about the Cenobites. Uh, yeah, he's covered in saw blades. But he is holding a sphere. Which was one of the items. Yeah, that is, uh, it's it's a knockoff of the, um, the lament configuration. It, it's an, instead of it being a cube, like a Rubik's Cube kind of thing, it's a, it's a sphere. And uh, that's when Dana puts it together. They're like, yeah. She's like, they made us fucking choose our death. Yeah, and she's like, oh shit, Marty, you've been right the whole time. I should have listened to you. And uh, they kind of get out, mm-hmm. or they, the elevator stops finally, and it opens up to this guy fucking trying to shoot him, like telling him to fucking freeze and get out of the. He's like, get the fuck out of the elevator right now. Just you. Yeah, just, just, just a girl. Yeah. Just her. And he's like, what the fuck? Just her. And he's like, get the fuck out. And then, yeah, so they fucking basically, they break his skull. <laughs> well, yeah, because they, uh, a dismembered zombie arm that Mar- Marty had chopped up because he ended up chopping up Judah Buckner to get it to, to that's why he's alive. It's because he literally chopped him into a bunch of pieces. Yeah. And uh, Judah Buckner's dismembered arm grabs the dude's foot and he freaks out and starts shooting it and dana pushes him against the wall and he cracks his fucking head open on the wall yeah and like blood smear as he falls yeah so they like leave and they're trying to find their way out Mm -hmm. and then like there's fucking just swat coming in from both sides so they book it like to the control room that's in like the fucking room with the elevators yeah and they like hide in there, and there's this system purge. But yeah, and she looks at it, looks at Marty, and is like, "Should we do it?" He goes, "Yeah." She's like, "Oh hell yeah!" So they purge the system, and all the fucking monsters start coming out of the elevators. Yeah, and the SWAT team's like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, and all the doors open at once. Yeah, and it's just a bloodbath. Yes. And that's why the kill count stops at fucking Six. Holden. Yeah. With actual deaths because six on is so fucking fast and so many to count. Well, literally every other character in the entire movie, every single person that played a character is dead. And there's a lot of people. 
Everyone yes. dies at the end. There's only... Well, by the end, everyone is dead. There's only two other deaths that can go after this that are not mm-hmm. grouped in... Or three, I guess. That cannot be grouped. Four. <laughs> Four deaths after... Five, six, seven, no. eight... <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> okay, five deaths after. Yeah. After uh, Holden. Are you taking talking about the highlighted deaths? Like yeah, more yeah. that you can actually like, not just everybody and their fucking mother. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah, there's probably about ten individual yeah. deaths because I mean the one guy. Like the scientist getting impaled by a unicorn, like over and over. No, actually, that one I wasn't counting. That one's awesome. Yeah, about, but it's too cool. Yeah, that one's cool. Because there's like, there's like, mythical happy music going on, yeah. like like forest nymph music. It's like, oh, and it's just ramming him with its horn to death. Yeah. No, the ones I was talking about was the new security guard. Oh yeah, that his death is awesome. He gets torn apart by scarecrows. And then and then he uh, ends it with a grenade. Yeah. Uh, so he gets killed. The younger of the two, like, main guys mm-hmm. who always bets on the fucking merman because he just, loses. Want, just wants to see a merman, mm-hmm. naturally gets killed by said merman. Yeah, he which, gets his face eaten. Yeah. Uh, the Kim Lab girl gets ripped up by the kraken yeah she gets uh taken away the older of the two guys yeah his death is kind of important yeah his death is important and then the last death is important Mm -hmm. so yeah all this shit's happening they finally find a way through Mm -hmm. uh the three like control room people die he escapes into these tunnels, is about to turn a corner and gets stabbed in the gut. By Dana. Yeah. And he spooks her and she reflexively stabs him in the gut. And he's like, holy shit, it's you. Do me a favor. Kill, kill him. him. And then he drops dead. Yep. And they meander through these fucking tunnels mm-hmm. into like the rich wool room. Yeah. Which you've been getting pictures of throughout the movie with each death. Yeah. Because they pull a lever and blood pours from the ceiling into these shapes carved into the, in, into the walls. Yeah, into a wall. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they get there and this lady comes up. And it's Sigourney fucking Weaver. Yes. As per usual. Yes. She's got to play the head honcho. And uh, they go through this whole spiel of what the ritual's about, why they do it, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Basically tells Dana to kill uh, fucking, what's Marty. his name? Marty. Yeah. And Dana's about to. And Yeah, she, got, she has the gun, like, pointed right at his head. Yeah, because they stole the gun from the security yeah. guard. And uh, <laughs> she's like, I'm so sorry. And Marty's looking at her, looking past her. 
Mm-hmm. You can see a shape moving. And he's like, I am too. And then Dana gets bit by the fucking werewolf. Yeah. Well, she gets fucking mauled. Yeah, I was going to say, she gets mauled for a good minute. The werewolf bites her in the shoulder, takes her to the ground, and then goes to fucking town on yeah. her. Gun goes flying. Mm-hmm. Marty dives for it. Uh, and, uh, Sigourney Weaver fucking dives for it as well. Mm-hmm. They tussle, and then, uh, the girl. Oh, Patience Buckner, yeah, the youngest Patience. of the Buckner family. She has, um. A hatchet. Yeah, she has a hatchet and she's missing an arm. Yep. And, uh, Zgorno Weaver's character fucking gets the gun and is about to shoot Marty. Yeah. And Patience Buckner fucking windmills the axe into the top of her head. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty gnarly. Yep. And she's like looking. Like, Marty rolls away. And And she can't get her hatchet out of her head. Yep. She's, like, yanking it, and it won't come out. And Marty just pushes her. Yeah, over the edge to where the Ancient Ones are resting. And at that point, the werewolf runs away. Yeah, because... Oh, yeah, because Marty shoots it. Yeah, he shoots it, like, 11 times. (laughs) Werewolf runs away. And then Marty and Dana are just sitting on the steps. Yeah. Marty lights up a joint. They go through this whole spiel about fucking the end of the world, yada yada. And how cool it would be to see the the ancient ones. Yeah. It's like, sorry, sorry I uh, let you get bit by a werewolf. I'm sorry I almost shot you. Like you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, the entire room starts shaking and crumbling to pieces. And it, like, goes back, like, zooms out to the, uh... The cabin. Like, the cabin. And there's, like, just an overview of the area. And this fucking giant hand fucking breaks out of the ground. And then smashes smashes down down, onto the camera. Boom. Roll credits. Yeah. It's a... great fucking movie. Yeah. I... I fucking... I loved that ending. I wish, uh... Sorry, I'm I'm starting to get really tired. <laughs> Same. I've been up for a while. <clears throat> yeah, I I really enjoy the way the movie ended and stuff. Uh, I wish it could have ended a different way, but like I'm okay with it. Like I'm, I'm a, like with how good the movie right. was. It kind of bums me out because how they ended it, you know for a fact there's not going there to can't be a be second a sequel. one. There can't be a sequel unless it's the the same storyline from a different perspective. Yes. Or, because, I mean, we didn't talk about it throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. There's other other countries yeah, that are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And at least one of the countries has to complete the ritual. Yeah, there's like uh, Norway, Sweden, Norway, or, Japan. England, like yeah. all over like the Like all the major countries are doing the same ritual and every single one had failed. Yes. And it was like... Japan was the last one next to the U.S. Yeah. And they had a 100% rating. They have never failed. Yeah. And then they failed. 
And, uh, yeah, so I think it would be cool if they did one of the... Um, Others? One of the failing countries, like the uh, the Amsterdam one. Did you see it when they were, like, clicking through the images? Yeah. It was like a gorilla, but with, like, ram horns or something. Yeah, yeah. it reminded me of not the last episode, the episode before that when we did Tales of Halloween. Yeah. The, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that demon... Yeah, that yeah, one. I know what you're talking about. It reminded me of that, mm-hmm. but uh, I, it'd be cool. I mean, there can't be a sequel to this one. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, how but many you know what I'm saying. Well, no, what I'm saying is like they could do that other country, right? And then they're like, "Oh shit, we failed," and then it can end with them picking up a phone call, and they're like. The United States has failed us, and then the world ends. Right. I just, I don't know. No, I mean, I yeah, cool. you can do that too, but I mean, an actual sequel, no. No. But prequels, because they talk about they could do it prequels. going on for years. Well, yeah. And you can yeah, go yeah. through like, you know, a hundred years, like a, a history of it. Yeah. And of the same cabin in the woods. Either the because, same, same cabin or... Well, because or... The Buck, it, it was originally the Buckner family cabin. Mm-hmm. Um, Patience Buckner, Buckner... Buckner. Patience Buckner was the last to die by her dad. Yeah. And that was in 1903. Yeah. So there's over a hundred years of death in just that house. Yes. And so they could do a cabin in the woods... To, uh, like the beginning or yeah, before the end or whatever, yeah. and it could all still be the same house, the same blah blah blah, but they succeed. All right, let's get this out of the way real quick. Mm-hmm. One out of ten Ancient sacrifices. Ones? Ooh, sacrifices. I like that, dude. This movie's like a 9.5 out of 10. I, I can see that, yeah. I want to save the 10 just in case. But this is like a 9.5 for me. I fucking love this yeah, movie, dude. Yeah, 9.5. I agree. Like, um, there's no... I'll, I'll save that 10 because I'm sure there's going to be one that yeah. tops this eventually. But as for now... For what we've done so far. Yeah. Top of the list. There's there's only one scene where the the uh the CGI is oh. a little bit lacking when when the bird smacks the force field, there's a little bit of shittiness to it. Right at, well, not it, the bird itself. When the bird smacks yeah. it's still really good. But right after that, like it's like doing the buzzing thing. Yeah. And then the R V Leaves yeah. the tunnel, and the fucking RV is trash. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. It was, um, I was gonna say it, the bird it, it was the CG in really the background good. of that scene. Yep. That, that it, it didn't look good. Yeah. But everything else, the CG, the, the practical effects yes. in this movie are through the roof awesome, personally. Uh, I personally think all the monsters that were practical effects looked awesome. The merman looks awesome. I was going to say, 
with one exception, and it's because they did it on purpose. And I was gonna say the merman. They made him look disgusting. Disgusting, but yeah. they make it a point because yeah. they're ta- the two guys are talking about it in the movie, and he's like, "Oh, you don't want to see it. It's it's yeah, disgusting. Like, it's, it's fucking it's, terrifying." Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. yeah, it's. I think they could have made it better, but I know why they made it the way yeah. they did. They did it on purpose. They made yeah. it look gross and misformed and stuff. They did it on purpose. Yeah. And that's why it's like funny when you see it. Um all that And he's good. like Oh this, he's like, Really? Yeah. The uh the storyline of this movie is fan fucking tastic. It kind of brings a reasoning to us having horror movies because it's as if like each of these movies was a ritual. Yeah. Or because, part of it. Because all of these Horror movies tend to follow the same tropes, like five teenagers. One's a jock, one's a whore, one's a virgin, one's a nerd, and one's a stoner. Yep. It just kind of yeah, I love tends this to follow it, that it, pattern. This movie is a, I mean, to me, it's more of a dark comedy. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I can see why people would think it's more of a horror movie, though. There's uh, just like a shitload of gore and stuff. Yeah. And, but, and, I mean, and there are quote unquote scary monsters in it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you're not a horror movie fan, then I can see you thinking this is a scary movie. Yeah, but, most definitely. Uh, for me, it's definitely a dark comedy. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a spoof. No, no, but, not a spoof by any means. This movie is about as original as it fucking gets. It's original and it's not necessarily making fun. It pays homage. It pays homage. It, it like, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They use the whole, oh, it's like five main characters. Yeah. It's all these different, you know, monsters. Like I, say, like I said, it's like they praise the the horror movie yes. uh, industry yeah, because, it's, it's because like, they're it justifying the tropes. Yep. They're justifying the tropes. They're like, there are tits in horror movies because that's what the ancient ones want to see. They want to see some tits before she dies. The reason there's five of them is because, or the reason why each of them are these stereotypical characteristics is because we have to make them that way because that's what the ancient ones want to see. Yeah, Stuff like that. I think it's awesome. Oh, I love it. I love it. And like you said, all the fucking practical effects on this are Mm -hmm. fucking phenomenal. They're really good. Even the fake fucking head. Yeah. um, Jules' head. Yeah, Jules' head. It looks, it, it, looks it looks good, yeah. The zombie makeup, yeah. Looks the Buck the Buckner family looks uh, awesome. The, the fucking the, the unicorn looks beautiful and real. Yeah, no shit. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, it was a real horse, not not like the head that was stabbing him, right? But the horse that was standing there, it was a real horse. But, oh yeah, for sure. But like, even the horse head when it's like stabbing him, like. That looked like a real horse head. Yeah. I mean, there are so many things in this movie that mm. you're like, how the fuck? No shit. Yeah. And then I... um, all the special effects scenes, even at the end, except for that one little RV clip, and it's not very long. Everything else that was computer generated was gorgeous. The only other one that I can think of that could have been a, a little bit better, and uh-huh. it's not that it's bad, 
it's definitely not as bad as the RV. Yeah, is the Kraken tentacles. I oh. think they could yeah, have they been a little better. They the weren't giant perfect, snake. but they're only on screen for like a half second. Yeah. I mean, all of the all yeah. of them were. Uh, it's just, I mean, like we pointed out two episodes ago, when you watch them like we do, mm-hmm. it's really easy for us to see those mistakes. Yeah, because we're so, looking for them. Yeah, especially with half, half our our stuff, we're doing reviews on movies we've seen previously yeah and this movie we have seen a lot (laughs) yeah like a ridiculous amount of times i've stopped keeping track anytime i have a chance to watch this like watch it yeah like i said i think i'm hitting i'm getting ready to hit 20 oh i'm there too yeah so yeah so cabin in the fucking woods yeah this is um a fantastic movie. Um, everyone at this point should have seen the movie. If you're if you've made it this far into the podcast, um, if, if you, you haven't, if you go haven't, home. go watch it. If you have and you stuck around to listen, I hope you enjoyed it because uh, you need to go watch it again. Yes. Um, <clears throat> tell us, do that, and then hit us up on our Facebook. Oh yeah, at Beers and Fears Podcast. And yeah. let us know something that you missed the first time you watched it. Oh yeah, definitely. That that'd be a good thing that we want to hear from you guys. Oh yeah. Um or you could uh hop on Twitter at Beers and Fears and uh tell us what your favorite horror movie trope was that they used. Or hit us up on Insta. Yeah. At Beers and Fears Podcast. Yeah. Ta- tag us in a, tag dank, us meme. In a dank meme mm-hmm. of one of the horror movie tropes or something you think is cool. We don't really care. Yeah. And if you just wanted to uh, use a little more character spaces to let us know how you, how you liked the movie or how you hated it, you could always get a hold of us um, on our email, which is beers and fears podcast at gmail.com or if you don't even want to type, hop down into the show notes. Yeah, and, and just co- give us wads of cash. Nah, I, w- I wasn't even talking about the listener support. Oh, oh, I was talking bad. about the voice <laughs> messaging. Yeah, just give us wads of cash. Or yeah, or that too. That, that'd be dope. Uh, yeah, yeah no. click the listener support link and give us all your money. Yeah, and then go down into the uh, voice message. Yeah, definitely. And send us what you think yeah because you don't even have to have the anchor app anymore you can just send us directly a voice message which is dope and uh, Uh, we can add it into our episodes and stuff so that's super cool um if you guys want to find other horror movie tropes you can go to horrormerchstore.com question mark ref equals 113 which is our affiliate link and uh, you can go purchase you some dank ass t-shirts and stuff. Exclusive, yeah, exclusive merch. merchandise, and uh, you'll be helping the podcast and getting some dank ass clothes. They have everything from masks, t-shirts, posters, Funko Wall pops, art, Funko pops. Mm-hmm. They uh, have a little bit of everything: keychains, things of the like, full size props. Yes, yeah, full size props, one to one, with Chucky. 
about to be, you know, coming mm-hmm. out. They have a full size. Uh, I can't think of the brand. Uh, box for oh, Chucky doll. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of Good Boy or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, I'm I'm losing it. I fucking I can't remember. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they have. Currently, right now, because Chucky's about to drop. Yeah. They have a lot of Chucky shit. They also have a lot of Halloween shit. They have a lot of all the shit. They do. Because they're... Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. Get your exclusive Killer Clowns from Outer Space t-shirts right now at HorrorMerchStore.com. Question mark R-E-F equals 113 to help the podcast today. Uh, if you don't want to do any of that, least you can do is uh, hop on your favorite podcatcher and rate us five stars. Yeah. Leave whatever type of review you want, as long as it is a five star rating, because that helps us just as much as your donations. Yeah, definitely. Or anything. That shit is like money to all the podcasts, or mm-hmm. pod catchers. Yeah. And the more five-star ratings we get, the higher we're boosted in the search Recommendations. Recommendations. Yeah. So, shit's like fucking gold. But I think with that, it's been a long week. Yeah. I've been Tucker. I've been Rowdy. And this... Has been the Beers and Fears podcast. Catch you next week.